Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a spectacular Rugby World Cup. France beat New Zealand. New Zealand beat Ireland. Ireland beat South Africa. South Africa beat France. We have four teams left. South <laughs> no Africa. One's, no one's beaten England. Nah. No one. <laughs> England is unbeaten. England, South Africa, Argentina, New Zealand. We're going to preview the semifinals of the 2023 Rugby World Cup. This is the banter, lads. Let's get it. You've forgotten the name. I... You've forgotten the name of the podcast, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> you also, have. I keep on making worse and worse catchphrases for myself yeah. with "Let's get it" and giggity and all this kind of like i'm just doing like kind of borat level kind of quotes now um okay it's we're we're, we're knocking on the d- door of the um of the uh semi-final uh, matt you've promised a lot this you've teased this podcast that um the the efficient the 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 narrative coefficient is coming back yeah i can't remember what i promised but i'll do my best <laughs> to deliver <laughs> Before we go, I go, Matt, do you want to um, open the show with your narrative coefficient that you told us at the end of last show was going to be big? And uh, Matt started just desperately scrolling around his phone. And he's like, I don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Sanjay, mm-hmm. you are furious about last week's episode or la- four days ago, episode three days ago episode. Yeah. We're recording a lot of episodes. Yeah. You've, got a, you've got a gripe with the podcast. Oh, just one. There was a fact which I thought was true. But then I realized when I was listening to it back that the fact was, in fact, not completely correct. And there was a fact said by Matt Cook, a.k.a. Misinformation (laughs) Matt, as I like to call him now. (laughs) Matt, I'm glad, as as I'm someone who gets none of my facts Mm. right, I'm glad that Matt's all getting caught up for this. He's following in your footsteps. No, you haven't called me out on any of my shows. No, I don't need to because everyone else does. Um, <laughs> no, there was the um, fact that um, whoever beat Ireland in the quarterfinal has never gone on to win the semifinal. Um, that's mm-hmm. m- mostly true, but not for the first time that actually ever happened, which was in 1991 where the Wallabies narrowly beat Ireland in the quarter, but then they went on to beat the All Blacks in the semi and then also went on to win the final against England and win the World wow. Cup. Wow. That was wow. back when rugby wasn't really a thing, though. <laughs> no, that is not a caveat, Matt. You cannot say <laughs> yeah. that. He, You put out a fact and he thoroughly debunked it. Hey, I'm usually pretty good at um, remedying my mistakes. You yeah. are. You actually I, did, are. I mean, you were, what did I do? you were correct for Oat most milk. of the part. I did um, inbreeding animals <laughs> or hybrid animals. So I'm pretty good. Mm. So yeah. I'll take that one on the yeah. chin. I apologize yeah. to the fans. You also you also bring a level of intelligence and sophistication to the podcast with all your knowledge about scientific um, method and research. <laughs> yeah, so uh, sorry guys, sorry to the pod. Nah, nah, don't be sorry, brother. Um, it's crazy. Hi, that's crazy that it's an almost fact, though. Yeah, well, ever since nineteen ninety one. Where'd you get this almost fact from? Just on the street, man. Just everyone's saying it. <laughs> I didn't think um, anyone would double check it. I should have double checked before I said it. Uh, um, vibe check, mental health check. Matt, how are you holding up? I'm fantastic. Post COVID, I'm back in the office with my mates. Oh. Um, feeling very good. The sun's out. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. 
my ankle's still giving me grief and I feel yeah. nervous that my running days are over. Um, no, don't say that, brother. Not. <laughs> no. But other than that, I mean, England is still in the World Cup, still undefeated. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, Sanjay, how are you feeling about the uh, the big rugby clash or life in general? I'm feeling all right. Um, yeah, I think we got a good chance against Argentina. Um, a good chance? Yeah, I mean, on the day, like... Uh, Have you seen the odds? Yeah, but the thing is, they never factor in, like, uh, someone doing a red card, like a shoulder to their head accidental, and they get a red or something. <laughs> <laughs> that can always happen. Yeah, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, like, and, and that's what I was going to say is that um, I, I, I want to hear the odds from you soon, Matt. But um, we are getting ahead of ourselves, New Zealand. Like, we are talking about the final facing South mm. Africa, how big it's going to be, and it's like those who forget the lessons of the past, the mistakes of the past. I forgot <laughs> this quote. Are condemned to yeah. repeat it. George Santiana, whatever, who the fuck said that quote, and. The All Blacks have a proud history. Matt claims that 2019 they weren't the favourites. I'm pretty yeah, sure they were they the were betting favourites yeah. in New Zealand and England in 2019. But that wasn't the mm. biggest upset. Like We all thought they could lose to England, and they did. But every other year that they haven't won the World Cup, the All Blacks have been hot mm. favourites going into a semi or quarter. Yeah. And this plucky underdog team that no one gave a chance this is a game that we have to win. This is a formality that we have to get through to get to the final. For Argentina, for Michael Checker, for those wonderful players that they have, of which I can name none of their players, this is their World Cup final. And, you know, like a couple of bad bounces, a couple of forward passes, a couple of yellow cards, and the All Blacks could be under scoreboard pressure, and then anything Yeah, or they're bringing Messi, and that, that's the end of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's an option too. Um, Matt, you've got a lot to say about plucky All Blacks fans. What, what's been your vibe around New Zealand? Um, I mean, to be fair, guys, I think the world's been a bit distracted by the uh, conflict over in Israel and Gaza. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think no. it's kind of it's hard to talk about rugby. We can't. I mean, no, it is. No, you, what you're saying on, is man. a joke, but it's also true. Like it is fucking horrific. But yeah, you raise a great point. But we're, we're here talking about the rugby right now, and we already went into some murky territory last time you fucking brought up Israel-Palestine, <laughs> so we're not doing that again. Now, All Blacks fans, you, I have to admit as well, we are ins- insufferable. Yeah. We are... Well, it's even it's just... like a... There's no... Um, I don't know. Okay, you go to other games or other sports, um, and there's smugness, but there's also passion and expression. Yes. All Blacks have none of that. All Blacks yeah. just have the smug. Like, give yeah. me the passion, give me some songs, give me some dance, and yeah. I'll forgive you. You just yeah. come, like, you're just kind of broody. New Zealand rugby fans, I think, we're weird because we experience the highs of a win for about 35 minutes after the game, and then it's just pure anxiety mm. to next week. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, if we lose, we're down in the dumps. If we win, it's like... Woohoo, well done, lads. Job, you know, we say things like job done hmm. as opposed to, yeah. you know, I want to get like Argentina, let's get naked in the streets. Have you seen when like um, Tonga wins a Rugby World Cup game and they like shut down South Auckland? Yeah. You got to get naked, hang out the window of a car, setting off fireworks. Fucking sick. Yeah. What is, I can't remember what the All Blacks do when they return with the World Cup. What happens? They do a parade? 
Oh, they do. They've done some good parades. Yeah, like 2011, they had a parade the day straight after I went to that one. And like, yeah, lots of them had their sunglasses on. Just a lot of people like, a lot of people clapping. No, the parades are big. And what I liked about... What I liked about 2011 is I'm pretty sure they were in the back of yeah, like Utes, yeah, had photos, yeah, Utes. and a lot of them <laughs> yeah, still had their like sunglasses on to hide their eyes. Yeah, <laughs> they organised this shitty um, like Q and A in Victoria Park, and they set up like a concert style stage, and the players get up there, and they, you know, there's always like the presenter from Sky there and puts the mic in their face, and they're always just like so dusty and so. <laughs> um so horrific it's kind of embarrassing but like this world cup i'll say from a new zealand fan perspective has lacked uh any sort of acknowledgement that it's going on really you know like i don't read the um, new zealand herald the paper anymore i'm not really big on stuff.co.nz um there's there's a few tab billboards around the place like asking people to place bets on the games but it just it, besides a couple of flags and people's flat windows, I just don't, I don't feel like New Zealand is, is, is that, I mean, I'm sure we are into it. It's hard because it's a morning world cup, but there's just not really a buzz yeah. around the place. Maybe yeah. it's because we thought we were going to lose. No, I think it's just because we don't have it hosted. If it was hosted here, we would have all the signs and the flags mm. and stuff, but just because it's way over, even like 2015, did we have many flags over? Yeah. So I've, I, I'm actually wearing my All Blacks um, jersey right now, and I've been wearing that around the streets of Auckland, and that's been mm. cool because there's been a lot of people making comments about that. Great jersey. <laughs> good luck for the weekend. You going to be cunt. a big one. What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. What'd you say? You know how people just call you a big, ugly cunt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't deny any Go of that. the ABs, you big cunt. <laughs> Fuck, I had a good I moment can't. On my bike the other day, um, a guy, I I bike like a bit of a dickhead, I'm going to be honest with you, like all for biking, but just because I'm on the, a bike, I just decide that road rules don't apply to me and I just kind of like, you know, fucking, and I cut, I actually cut a car off, which is crazy to do on a bike because, you, you can know, end up second worst as well. Yeah, you're going to yeah. lose any indication, but the guy slowed down and he came up behind me and put down his window and goes, what the fuck are you doing? And then I go, sorry, mate. And he recognized me and he goes, Oh, sorry, guy. Can't you afford a car? <laughs> and I thought that was a, uh, I thought that was a very New Zealand um, moment. Sorry, did I cut someone off there? Did someone else? No, I can't stand car? cyclists. What? I can't stand them. That's me. <laughs> yeah, just the worst people. No, they're not. They are. They're literally, literally the making the world a better place. No, but here's the thing: you want to share the road? Yeah. If you want to share the road, you have to obey the road rules, and you have to act like you're belong on the road you can't nah. get to a red light and then just go through it because suddenly you're you're a pedestrian again yeah i do that oh, i love it fucks it. me off it's like stop complaining about oh you gotta share the road it's like yeah share the road but you you have all the positives and negatives of that no nah, pick nah, and choose because nah, you'll so, get run no, over there's got to be rules of the road and the the first rule is cyclist number one no buses number two ford no. rangers number last <laughs> oh pedestrians up there as well Cyclists and and Ute drivers are similar levels of hatred from me. But 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 no. But but cyclists are literally taking cars off the road and also making the environment a better place. No. What do you mean? No, I just fucking destroyed you. Because they make me angry and they make me rev. They make me rev my little car. (laughs) You're like you're like a fucking All Blacks fan 
yeah. after we lose a game. Like you can't yeah. fucking. It's just oh, and when I see cyclists um, hooning around without a helmet, oh, it does my head in because I'm like, please, if I hit you accidentally, I will kill you, and then yeah. that will ruin my day. Yeah, <laughs> please <laughs> be safe. It'll more than ruin your day. It'll ruin your life. Oh no! If if it was their fault, I reckon if you I'd killed bad I mean, for a little bit. I reckon if you killed a cyclist, it would ruin your life, even if it was their fault. Nah, I don't think so. You reckon you'd be mentally strong enough to get through killing another human being? Yeah, but that's why, it's because I have a lot of pre-anger. So I get it out of the way. So then when, it, when an accident does happen, I've already, I've gone, well, it was, it was, it was your own fault. <laughs> it was meant to this be. This is good mental health chat. I went to school with a guy who, um, who was like a boy racer who, uh, who hospitalized someone, put him in a wheelchair. And yeah. other boys at school would tease him about it. And, yeah, um, oh, if you're a boy racer, you are the fuckwit. Yeah. He, Whatever he was, side he was of the fuckwit, fuckwit line you're on, then you yeah. deserve to get the guilt but equal get, to where you are on that line. If you give a 17-year-old a motor vehicle, though, you're gonna there's going to be some crazy shit's going to happen down. But yeah. the guys would guys would mock him about her at school. And one day in maths... Um, <laughs> do you say math or maths? Math? I say maths. Only Americans okay. say uh, math. Okay. One day in maths, I... Um, uh, that someone was mocking Jason about um, wheelchairing a guy. I don't even know what the fucking, what the fuck that. <laughs> he turned like, it into a verb. Insult it is. Yeah, well, he did. He fucking, he, he, he ruined a guy's yeah. life basically. And um, Jason pulled out a knife and stabbed the dude. Well, he, what, did he put him into a wheelchair? Did he wheelchair In, uh, him back? No, 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 no. So the guy who did the wheelchairing then also stabbed another mm. guy. Just in the hand, but still, I mean, the hand's a pretty brutal place to get stabbed, I reckon. This Jason guy needs to get looked at. What's he up to now? Yeah, he does. Well, my point was going to be is that he was already pretty fucked. Then he put a guy in a wheelchair, and then he th that doesn't help your mental health. And I'm saying, Matt, you're already pretty fucked. If you murdered a cyclist on your on your car, even it wouldn't, if it was their It wouldn't fault, be murder, though. Or if you manslaughtered a cyclist. It wouldn't be manslaughter. If you accidentally killed a cyclist. Yeah. You wouldn't feel great about it. I feel bad when I accidentally, um, uh, like, step on a snail. Because that was, it was, that's not the snail's fault. Yeah. They're just wrong time, wrong place. Yeah. He had his little protective gear on and everything. <laughs> but cyclists, without a helmet, it's because, here's the thing, my perspective changed when I became a motorcyclist. Yeah. And suddenly you're aware that everyone can kill you. Yeah. So I drive very safely now as both a motorbike rider and a car person yeah um but everyone should just get on a bike that's the long and short of it matt you just ride a bike a few times enjoy the oh enjoy i love riding bikes so i fun. love it um sanjay mm. steer us back to rugby chat a little yeah. bit um what are you what do you got to talk about for the week for the weekend ahead um people saying like um england's the team that least deserve to be there because they were on the easiest side of the draw but i don't think that's true because australia was on the same side of the draw and didn't even get past pool play so yeah. england yeah. you can only do you know what's in front of you and england did it so they did it and they've got a yeah. chat like this is a this could avenge their previous losses to south africa like yeah last one last two final well, um you know, this final 2007 and 2019 it's always South Africa, eh? Yeah. Like South Africa seems to be the rival of every team, mm. but that just goes to show, like, kind of how how good they are um, over the years. Who, if you had to pick a team out of Argentina and England, which of them has the better chance in their respective semi final? 
I would I would I would put the house on um, England, Sanjo. Yeah. yeah, England to compete with us to get to the final. Oh yeah, England. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's hard to say because South Africa is a pretty terrifying opponent, and I'm I would I reckon if there's a final between New Zealand and South Africa, that is I'd call that neck and neck. I'd call that dead tight. So I'd yeah. say they've both got really hard games, but England. I've said this the whole World Cup. They've been very consistent. They get into the right areas of play and they do score points. Mm. And that's all you need to do to win rugby. Their defense is excellent. Their kicking is excellent. That is a solid foundation. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't know why they're getting so criticized because it's like, yeah, I guess they didn't put away Fiji, but Fiji is one of the, I reckon a lot of teams would struggle with Fiji. Oh, except for Portugal. (laughs) 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 But like, you know, I reckon on their day with the power of Jesus behind them, I reckon, you know, Fiji could give uh, France a run for their money. I mean, fuck, look at me getting cocky. I don't know, All Black. I'm just trying to think of who. Scotland. I don't know who they'd give a run for their money, but. Yeah, maybe Scotland. Scotland, I think, would be the top of their powers. Because they they beat Wales. Oh, do they beat Wales? No, they almost beat Wales. Yeah, they almost. Fiji had 15 amazing fucking athletes in every position on the play. They're one of the hardest teams to play against. What lets them down is every fucking fundamental of team rugby and winning rugby. But mm. the, their, their sheer physicality, skill, and talent is so high that, like, you don't want yeah. to play them when they're on their game. Yeah. And and England did kind of put them away. It's just they're coming back because they're fucking they're powered yeah. by, well, that's, by The thing I worry about England is, yeah, they've, they have, like, a solid base that they can defend and they can kick, but they just don't have the endurance of south africa like south africa start strong and just don't stop like their press you'd think it's kind of um diminishing returns kind of strategy yeah it's not they keep it up like that game um france africa was just insane like just two teams just going fucking ham um for the full 80 whereas england i feel at 20 minutes they start to drop off a little bit yeah and i think that's where south africa i mean south africa will probably win anyway but I just hope it's a close game until the end. Mm. Well, here's why I think it might be a close game. Because South Africa, I feel like, have never actually scored that many points. They've never, except for when they destroyed the All Blacks before the World Cup. (laughs) Um, The the South Africa, in my mind, is a team that um, gets you on the counter-attack. Like a football team. It's a common strategy in football to sit back and sting the other team on the counter. A goal is can be done on a fast break much more effectively than it can by actually breaking down a defense mm-hmm. and there's a lot of teams that like i can't actually think of it we talk about this all the time in football matt right i'm trying to think of who are famous teams who kind of do you like that is it atletico madrid that sit back and uh, they're a counter-attacking team atletico madrid would yeah. be like the most famous right <clears throat> i mean there was quite a lot of teams doing it for a while and a lot of teams go through phases of doing this yeah and that's the great thing about sport is whenever um a tactic becomes popular then we have to start coming up with tactics to defeat that <clears throat> and then that becomes popular and so yeah. it's ever it's ever kind of changing you're always chasing the dragon um yeah atletico madrid were famous for it um i'd say even real madrid for a while just yeah. the way they would release ronaldo. Uh, ronaldo and bale yeah so i i'm just like that south africa in a nutshell mm. i feel like all their points come against the run of play turnover counter-attack mm. and matt you're even saying the all blacks do that a little bit but south africa yeah. are the masters of that and they're playing against england 
a team that's also trying to do the same thing. So I'm like, that yeah. becomes a chess match about kicking and defense. And if the, the game's um, all about kicking and defense. South Africa, they've got a, an advantage because when they, when they win a penalty, they choose to scrum, right? So they get the scrum penalty. But then also when they concede a scrum, they'll win it. So that's, that's the really hard thing to contest as the opponent. Um, do you see in South Africa's game against France, the um, dude took a mark and then called oh, for yeah, scrum? scrum yeah, the that is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah. it's because South Africa are so fucking confident mm. in their scrums, and that's well, dangerous. Did someone see what was the. Because Razzie explained why they did that, but I actually didn't actually. I couldn't. I didn't have audio on. I was, I was in a public place, so yeah. I couldn't actually see. Well, it's because they back themselves to win the scrum, and getting a scrum penalty gets you massive territory. Basically, rather than the twenty-two. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, no, they, they bet themselves to win the scrum and get a scrum penalty. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking insane. Mm. Yeah, and like that's why, man, Razzy. It's funny how Razzy is who we thought Eddie Jones was, Uh, and maybe Eddie Jones has been in the past. I've done research on this, or I've done my thinking (laughs) about this. So Razzy is verging on. Um, imbecile territory though because he's this is what happened to eddie jones eddie jones was amazing but then he yeah. started believing it too no. much yeah um these type of people are guilty of like sniffing their own farts i think yeah. and yeah. the toxic fumes i don't know suffocates them on flatulence jose Mourinho is the football club, it is yeah so people like people who have these kind of maybe it's luck i don't know where they have these tactical kind of um amazing turnouts um, and then people start believing it, and they start. Well, I, I, I think every that happens to everyone who's successful. Yeah. Though. Look at um, Elon Musk. Yeah. Look at Dave Chappelle. Mm. Like, you can't help it. Once you get to the top of something, I, I mean, I've never had that level of success, but I worried that was happening to me at a time where I was <laughs> only doing, I was only doing my comedy to my own crowd. Mm. So yeah. it's like I'd do my own show, and it would go great, and then I'd go do a show to a bunch of people who were, were only half into me, and I'd eat shit. Mm. And it was just like, once you just are constantly preaching to the converted yeah. and everything you do works, you assume you're bulletproof. Yeah. But like he's get, he is getting to that crazy level now where like he started the World Cup with the um, flashing lights. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he is crazy. He will get to Eddie Jones territory. But he's also, um, he's also while Eddie Jones is like an accidental comedy genius, Razzi, I think, is a, he is a, he's a bit more control of his comedy. Like he's not. He's not just having a mental breakdown in a press conference that is funny. He yeah. will do things. I mean, like, he's aware of now his though comedy. Yeah, yeah, I think Eddie Jones was aware back in the day. Eddie Jones is Eddie Jones is teetering mm. on the edge of yeah. I mean, that's that's the line of genius and insanity that Eddie Jones yeah. works. Boy, did he walk into insanity though! Like you're like after about five losses in a row, you got to go. Hey, maybe this is maybe this is not oh, as genius as we did thought you it hear was. Crazy um, comments this week. He said. He only chose the youth because when um, they played the All Blacks in that Dunedin Test match, and they were seventeen nil up or whatever, but then the All Blacks came back and won. That's where he knew yeah. the experienced guys don't work anymore, even though they almost beat the All Blacks. So he decided yeah. to go with youth and try to yeah. make it for the twenty twenty seven World Cup instead. You know, prepare them for yeah. that. It's 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 absolutely heartbreaking because not only that, those players are a disgrace mm. like they have this horrible and i mean i know you can you can redeem yourself but it's a pretty big hole to redeem yourself from like 
Fuck, it's a mental. Yeah. Speaking of mental toll of a loss, it must be so hard on the mm. players. The um usually, I was I've been reading up a bit about Manchester United at the moment and their track record of buying players with promise or you know well established players and then just having them flop. Mm. I like how you said um, I've been reading up on Manchester United at the moment. You mean every day you open your phone and read about Manchester United? <laughs> well, uh, I just yeah. yeah. There's been like some chat about like why are our players shit, whereas yeah. players that go to other teams flourish. Mm. Alexis uh, Sanchez, Jaden Sancho, yeah, Ronaldo second time. Angel Di Maria. Yeah. Who's that fucking blockhead? The white Maguire. guy, for Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. Yeah. Like they've just got so many players. We're like, this guy's the guy, and he just fucks out. The um, so what they are talking about, some people have hypothesized that Manchester United have lost their um passing of the baton, like it's been broken. So, if you come into a broken team, you're not having that kind of ease into the tactics, um, and the passing of knowledge, passing of experience. Whereas you get like Jude Bellingham, he could have gone to Manchester United, he went to Real Madrid, and he goes into a team that's structured and he's learning from the best in the world. Because Tony yeah. Cruz and Luka Modric are still there, yeah. and they're ancient, so yeah. you can cut. You've got that kind of um, convey yeah. about. Whereas yeah. Man United are just, I don't know, they're Shit fucked show. basically. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, culture is a huge thing, right? And yeah, you would say that New Zealand and South Africa at the moment. I mean, touch wood, because I mean, you got to write the write the story while the ball's in the air. It's like both of those teams could be losers right now. We're talking about how they're absolute disgraces, but it's just like. You know, you, yeah. you squeak past a win, and all of a sudden you're geniuses. But but they do the, um, have pretty pretty good cultures. The so the, oh, the point of that was the Australian team immediately got w- rid of all their experienced mm. players. Yeah, and that's the wrong thing to do. You should have kept the experience to help yeah. the young players understand a World yeah. Cup. Because if you just yeah. throw them into the World Cup and they lose, they learn nothing. No. Yeah. But if you have the old old players kind of guiding them through and helping them experience that then yeah. there's value in it. So Eddie Jones, he really ate shit on that decision. Yeah. I, I'm really glad you brought up the um, scrum because that was a really cool little wrinkle. And that to, to do a scrum to get a penalty, though, is fucking... That, that, those tactics annoy me. And if South Africa wins the World Cup milking penalties... Yeah, I mean, I mean that's um, what they were doing at the end of the game. And it was bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I hate, um, yeah, I mean... That's I mean, that's the thing about rugby. rugby and watching these games is that um basically three or four minutes left basically means you've got one chance you got one opportunity yeah. to do something yeah and fucking fiji didn't do that where they had a scrum and tried to push forward and kick the ball in the scrum as opposed to passing it out and having to go with your greatest backs the world's ever seen and instead set up a mall and then just got once you're doing that ireland and feet you're dead like once you're just recycling the ball yeah and what was really interesting and relates exactly to that is um, both New Zealand and South Africa. New Zealand did it with about three minutes to go, which made more sense. South Africa did it with like a minute to go, which seems yeah. crazy. Kicking the ball back at the depth. Mm. Um, I, I've kind of written down, tried to understand why they did it, do it, but Sanjay, you might understand better than me. Can you explain why teams do that now as opposed to trying to recycle the just ball? Or do you want me to do it? I think you just at a risk of getting penalised even, like, even slightly over halfway, a team could just kick the penalty over and win the game. Mm-hmm. but that, that seems mad to me that you're more afraid of getting penalized with yeah. the ball than you are without it yeah. um on defense but i think you trust your defense more than you trust your attack not to concede a penalty i guess 
What is the penalty you're afraid of holding on? Is that penalty? Yeah, yeah, that's the main one, yeah. Is that what Ireland got done for at the death? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. um, Whitelock managed to get the ball and, like, they that's held right. on to it. Ireland yeah. had a good bash at it. They had fucking, what was it, 37? Yeah. But I think they, they, both teams were playing for the penalty. Yeah, uh, yeah. Either off your feet or holding mm. on. And that's why those phases were so persistent, I think. Because neither team wanted to. But it was crazy how Ireland didn't knock the ball on at any stage of the 37. That's the thing that got to me. So the ball is sticking to hand. Like you look at the way Fiji plays, it's like they got stickum on their hands. They got like stickum. Oh, it's um, it's a oh, this is it's quite a funny video. Watch back in the day in American football, right? It's all about catching, Mm. right? Nothing matters besides catching the ball. It doesn't matter Mm. what you do afterwards. You just they throw the ball down the field, just make it stick to your hands. Mm. Players used to just dump their hands in glue and go out there <laughs> and just play. And it was so gross because they're playing in mud. So they'd have like muddy, gluey hands. And it was fucking amazing. They like set like receiving because you'd put one hand up and it was, it was like, um, what, True, one of those yeah, just... toys where you have like a tennis ball and some Velcro. Yeah. You know that, that, that yeah. toy, they had that, but the, the foot will just stick to their hand. But it fucked up because then the balls all sticky and the quarterback couldn't throw it properly. <laughs> but, but stick them. And it also happens in baseball as well. Um, it's a real big thing at the moment. Baseball is so fascinating. Terrible sport to watch, but amazing sport to watch YouTube summaries mm. of. Yeah. In baseball, there's a huge scandal at the moment where grip on the ball is a huge advantage. It's a bit like cricket, but it's like in cricket, it's roughing up the ball for yeah. friction. Whereas in baseball, it's how the ball leaves your hand. Mm. And um, if you have grip, you can get swerve. Um, or they call it, um, what do they call curve. it? Uh, curve, dip. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't realize a curveball in baseball is curving oh, down yeah. rather than it drops down rather than you think it was like oh, really? off the ball. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Um, I, I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm, I'm 90% sure curve, the curve means it's curving down. How do they grip it up? Um, that's a great question. They've started using this um, illegal substance. Like the most common one you're allowed to use is called um, like resin or something like that. Oh, yeah. And they have a resin bag on the mound, but like they've got now, like so, like scientists have developed formulas. They've mixed together like fucking um, um, Jurek sex lube with like some like Sally's No More Gaps and some fucking um, Gorilla Glue, and they've created like this perfect substance that like um, there's like a manager for like um, the Los Angeles Angels who like distributed mm. it around. It's like a real big conspiracy theory. Mm. So now at any time during the game, the umpires they come out onto the pitch and they check the pitcher's hands. They check behind their ear because they often, if a yeah. player touches their hat or their ear, they're like getting the glue off their thing. Wow. Um, and there's a famous video of a player, a pitcher getting so outraged because he gets checked like four times in a game. He takes his hat off, he throws it on the ground. He takes his um, uh, fucking glove off, throws it on the ground. He takes his belt off, throws it on the ground and starts undoing his pants. He like down trails himself <laughs> in the pitch. He's so like outraged by the, but that's how crazy like baseball has got like, um, yeah, with stuff on the hands. And I was just going to mm. say, this is a long-winded way of saying um, players at the Rugby World Cup, uh, at least at least passing and catching, catching the ball very mm. well. And um, that's interesting because high ball, not catching no. it at all. But there's been a lot of talk about the humidity on yeah. the ball. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Like, it's interesting how, like, yeah, the ball to hand has been thrilling, but the high ball, not so much. Mm. I, maybe it's swirling wind or something like that. I don't well, know. Well, I think at the start of the World Cup, the ball was very slippery. But I think now, I mean, it was almost is it over a month ago that the World Cup started. Yeah. Yeah. So the weather's changed. Yeah, It's way less humid now. Um, well, so that's, I think that's helped ball to hand. Well, I enjoyed your weather report in terms of um, kicking. 
Because yeah. I thought I had a general vibe that the kicking was down, but we've just seen weird things like I don't know, England missed a kick against Fiji, Fiji missed a few kicks. Just I don't know. I, I expect players to cook, click, kick really high percentages, and even mm. um, the All Blacks subbed out um, Moonga and uh, put in uh, Geordie Barrett in mm. the second half, kicking like kickable kicks. And I thought was mm. Matt, you had the theory that it might be the wind or something like that. Just yeah, the nature of Barrett's kicks, he goes for pure power. Just to hammer mm. it across before, you know, min- kind of reducing the curves, uh, yeah. the vector that the wind would add to the kicking vector. Wow, so, this is some scientific shit we're getting into now. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Moonga's more of a finesse. A, a, almost, almost uses the wind mm. a little bit, eh? And just kind of naturally curls it over much slower. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Barrett's was, Barrett's was hiffing it over. Holy mm. shit. But Man. I wonder. I wonder if um, the swirling wind inside the uh, Stade de France and or Marseille and um, and and the other the other theory was maybe the humidity is just making. I yeah. just I I don't have any numbers to back this up, but I feel yeah. like kicking is not as given. Like you're not really terrified of. You're definitely not afraid of South Africa's kicking. You're mm. not really terrified of England's kicking, which is I mean, you're scared of drop goals from forward. All Blacks kicking is like, and I actually think that could be the factor. Like in these next two games it's like yeah these games are being won by increments of three and six that's the um i think that's where england really have to that's england's only advantage i think if lebok is playing england just need to keep um the game scoring at threes if england can get a three and then we concede a penalty lebok might miss and then it's our turn get a three they might miss get a three you know like odds are england would get more of their threes than south africa so I think that's, I don't know how we exploit that, but that's kind of my main hope. Also, just give South Africa the ball and make them fucking beat you. It's like, it is a classic thing where it's like, there is teams like that who, in football, who are very good. But if you're a counter-attacking team, you're like, once they, they often struggle against shitter teams because they're like, yeah, that's you know, true. like, yeah, yeah just, let's see you break them down. I think the All Blacks can probably break people down, but I think that's South Africa's weakness maybe. Um, Sanjay, more thoughts on the on the weekend or rugby or life in general? Um, yeah, again, back to England not being favoured, but they've got the best uh, success rate out of the four teams in semis. So they've won four out of the five to be in, whereas Ooh. South Africa's won three out of five. All Blacks, four out of eight. So that's 50%. Ooh. And Argentina obviously made two. Um, and lost both so far, so they're mm. 0%. Has England been to four World Cup finals? Five mm. semifinals. The only one, they've, five semifinals they've only lost four, but... the one, the 95 against the All Blacks, where Lomu just ran over the top of them. That's the only one they've lost. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was my favourite game and moment in my life, mm. I think. Um, I remember waking up early in the morning in Kai Terry Terry, and it's always made me, I quite enjoy early morning starts, even though they're just 8am at the moment. I enjoy wake. I want to wake up at three AM and watch a fucking game, assuming we win. If we lose, it's fucking pretty hard. <laughs> you're real tired and sad. Um, uh, so England has made. So they lost 2019. I don't mean to go through all of them, Matt, but we might. Um, 2019. They've lost four finals. Two, have they? No. They've lost. Two. Have they? Three finals. They lost three. Against South Africa. Because they won South one. Africa. They won one final, yeah. obviously. And they've... Oh, lost. Oh, sorry. I forgot the other one. They won. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they lost yeah. to... Um, was it not? So they, yeah, they won 91. They lost 95. 
semi-final and then they won 2003, 2007 and 2019. Wow. The, um, another interesting wrinkle is that the squads of South Africa and England are basically the same. Like the majority of those players were there four years ago in the final. Oh. And that, that final, England were booed off um, the pitch. It was oh. that that bad of a showing. I mean, after the, the highs of beating the All Blacks, well. Yeah. And then just to kind of give up almost against South Africa. But they, they were in the game in the first half, weren't they? In the final, I'm pretty sure. It was close. In the, yeah. But then the second half was when South Africa totally got away from them in the end. Yeah. I mean, I've, I just, I'm trying to think, like, you know, going through my narrative coefficient, I need to find these little wrinkles, these little moments of motivation, I guess. Like, what? And that's part of the story. It's, hey, fix the wrongs. I love um, how sincerely you talk about the fucking narrative coefficient. <laughs> I'm a storyteller. It's true, man. You've yeah. got to remember, there's a man in the sky who writes the story of our lives. And it's only <laughs> after the events that we realize the threads were there in the beginning. Yeah. It's hindsight. And we go, oh, yeah, it was always meant to be like that. There's these little moments and these little signs that lead to this moment. So what I'm trying to do is kind of undo God's work before he's finished it and pick up on these signs before they <laughs> come to fruition. That's why it's so hard. And that's why the fans are so interested because no one else is doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, do you want to get into it a little bit? Do you want to give us the narratives? I mean, me and Sanjay can maybe help you out if you've... Matt, unfortunately, <laughs> has lost his, his his pages of detailed notes on the narrative coefficient. You want to go through team by yeah, team and give team us by their team, narrative. Reckon, yeah. yeah, okay. We'll start off with Argentina. Mm. Um, so their main narratives are losing the first game poorly yeah, against yeah. England. Yeah. Um, so there's a chance for them. Uh, there's a redemption thread mm. there. Mind you, thing? mind you that the um the men's football team lost their first game against Saudi Arabia. Mm. Correct. So you've already jumped ahead at my um parallel kind of narratives. Fuck. Sorry. Argentina can win this World Cup and be the only nation to ever hold both World Cups at the same time. That is crazy. That is crazy. I used to say that Argentina was the greatest sporting country in the world. Yeah. Because for the... I mean, they're pretty big. They're a pretty big country, mind you. I think they're like 60 million. They're about the size of like an England or a Germany. But um, they're a lot more successful than fucking England or Germany, that's for sure. Like, they're good at a lot of sports. Are they? What other sports? There was a title basketball. Yeah, they're they, um, yeah. They're actually one of the few teams besides America to win an Olympic gold medal in Athens. To be fair, they had a golden generation. But there was a time there where England... Um, they were top eight at rugby. Always one of the top, like, five or you know five or they're never out of the top 10 of f- football basically mm. um uh basketball uh like motocross they're like mm. they like had like like was valentino rossi argentinian or something like that no, uh like uh, super bikes sounds italian yeah pretty Spanish. sure it's italian fuck i'm just I, well i'm a racist i don't know <laughs> there was just a time when there was a lot of italians Ar- in argentina though Ooh, what about germans in argentina yeah, a lot of Nazis. A lot of Nazis. <laughs> a lot of Maybe twins. that's the secret of the success. Do you know spirit. that? There's a what? um. So there was like a German Nazi scientist who was trying to do twin study in genetics, um, and he may he maybe died after World War Two or disappeared, but then in a little village in Argentina, uh, more twins started appearing than um, statistically significant. Yeah, if you know what I mean. No, no, it was statistically significant. The difference Ooh. in tr- twins and people were like. 
Hmm. He's there. Because the theory is that <laughs> some of the German dudes, those yeah. bad dudes, took a sub or something and, and yeah. fled to Argentina. Yeah, he's the guy who's living next to Hitler. That's that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. But no, I, I, my, my narrative has fallen apart completely, but Argentina has a broad... You might see a tennis player from Argentina or something like that. They, have a, mm. they play... They play Spanish sports, they play uh, American sports, and they play British mm. sports. Like it's not like New Zealand only plays British sports, really. Um, yeah. You know, whereas Canada only plays American I'd sports. I'd say France but, would be the better overall team, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, France basketball's on the way mm. up as well. Spain is also a very good mm-hmm. country per head of population. But just I, I like a country that yeah that that shows up in in yeah. everything. Australia yeah. is yeah, also Australia's pretty good. Pretty oh, yeah, Australia is the classic example. Eh? Well, they seem good compared to New Zealand, but Australia um, actually doesn't play any proper sports. Like, they're mm. shit at football. They, they, they uh, won the soccer ashes this week. Did they? Oh, they won the soccer <laughs> yeah, ashes. They beat the All Whites in London for the soccer ashes. <laughs> oh, I forgot <laughs> that. I was like, fuck, did they beat England? That's no, pretty good. Us. No, they beat fucking yeah, New Zealand. But there was in London fucking uh australia um have they ever been good at football have they yeah they've had their moments I mean, last, and they got robbed last in world cup they only narrowly lost to argentina in the round of 16 yeah. remember the no, 2006 they're not, they're, not um, like in the, they're, not, they're not like in the conversation oh they, they were when tim cahill was knocking them in um in 2006 australia were robbed by a horrific call against italy mm. who went on to win the world cup yeah. yeah, it was an absolutely shocking decision. But, but that maths, but that maths doesn't add up. Just because you got beaten by the eventual winners doesn't mean you you were going to win if you had, you know. Ah, uh, I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> you give the Aussies my, something. <laughs> my theory on Australia, Australia is they're cowards who don't play proper sports. Like mm-hmm. they're actually decent at basketball, but they've never achieved anything. They always underachieve. Um, is basketball a proper sport? Absolutely. Are you kidding? Yeah. It's one of the biggest sports in the world. I would say, I'd say, okay, what are the biggest sports? Athletics. Number one, football. Football. Number two, yeah, track sprinting mm. or running. Number three, table tennis? Four, cricket? No, it's not a real sport. Table tennis is. No, but it won't be bigger than like even rugby, would it? Oh, I'm talking like sport as in like, Popularity. what is the sport that like every country would play? Yeah. Was... like table tennis is kind of like China's national sport. Big big participation numbers though mm. I guess NFL is America only. Everyone AFL you know has had a crack only. at ta- like everyone you know. Um, Mitch Hedberg has a great joke, which is um, um, they. I was watching the Olympics and they said this guy was the world's fastest man, but that's bullshit because I don't recall racing him. And uh, I love the idea that everyone can run a hundred yeah. meters. Everyone can. Yeah. And, at, and at primary school, they line up all the kids and they try and find the fast yeah. ones. It's fucking weird. It's like <laughs> preying on kids and find the speedy <laughs> ones. Um, and table tennis, everyone gets a bat at some points and goes, are you any good? Nah, you're shit. Fuck off. It's like everyone has a go at hopscotch. Do you know what I mean? Like just be, that doesn't make it a good sport. It needs to be like professional where people would pay to go and watch it. Yeah. And just interest from other countries. So yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm just saying that every country has a fucking table yeah, tennis but, team. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I don't think it doesn't like you want to pay a Sky TV subscription to watch table tennis, would you? Hmm. Also, China has more people in it than fucking every country that plays fucking yeah, rugby yeah. combined. So I think you like, can tell. Here's here's a good way of telling if a sport is good, a worldwide sport. Yeah. What is the top competition in that sport? And yeah. if it's not a World Series or a World Cup, then it's not a top sport. 
Yeah, NBA, like, the NBA finals are the best thing, right? Big, yeah. Not the not the Olympics, not the World Cup. So it's not okay. a real sport. Okay, so we'll go. So so going, we're going football yeah. number one. Yeah. Athletics yeah. number two. Yeah. What's number three? It's probably basketball. I don't yeah, know. maybe basketball. Oh, what about like um, Tour de France or like long distance biking? Tour de France, big tennis, big. Oh yeah, tennis is big. Yeah, maybe tennis. Um, MMA or like some sort of box. Oh, boxing. Yeah. Oh, boxing's a good one. Yeah, it's a shame boxing is just such a corrupt shit show because yeah, every country boxes. Ev- everyone loves boxing. Like a big boxing fight, you fucking stop for it. But they only managed to organize one about one every four years, and now most of the big boxing fights are between some sort of strange YouTuber and some <laughs> for- like as they're like this week I'm boxing. It's Evander Holyfield versus Mr. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boxing is kind of like, Fuck. weird because it's got multiple organizations. So, like, they, if they yeah, only had yeah. like one organization, it would be a bit more. Yeah, you'd have fights more regularly, but they've got like how many? Like five different world organizations of boxing, and they all have yeah. different, you know, title holders. We should start our own one. We should start our own one. The the New, the North Island of New Zealand Boxing mm. Association. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, Winter Olympics has got to be significant. I mean, it's probably not. It's only rich countries. Yeah, don't yeah, not for Africa. Yeah, they don't really do it. But yeah, if you look at like basketball is big in China. Yeah, and in Africa um, as well. Eh? Big in Europe. I mean, it's tiny compared to athletics or football, yeah. but it is, it is significant. Yeah. And like, yeah, viewership. So basketball's right up there. Cricket, massive. Yeah. Um, just like the popularity of Indian, Pakistan, um, Sri Lanka alone. Yeah, what's the biggest cricket game? India, Pakistan, probably. Yeah, India, Pakistan. World oh, yeah. Cup so, oh, it's not like a. Oh, would it be the World yeah, Cup? It's final? coming. Yeah, World it's Cup, coming. Yeah. It's Yeah. Like, it could be India, New Zealand. But, like, is the. Would the Ashes be bigger than a World Cup final? No, because, like, everyone no. plays in the World Cup. Only England and yeah. Australia yeah. play. Oh, okay. Ashes. Is there, like, an Ashes version for Pakistan and India? No. Well, the no. World Cup, the World Cup final, it's coming, man. It's honestly yeah. coming. Um, they they just played India Pakistan right? Um, did India? Yeah, India. Or India's actually got like an unbeaten record against Pakistan in World Cups, like seven nil. I went into a, um, the NBA store today in Melbourne, and uh, the guy hit me up and said I was wearing a New Zealand rugby jersey, and he <laughs> said, um, "What? <laughs> hey, big cunt. <laughs> it's like a universal <laughs> yeah. term for guys." He said, do you watch the Black Caps? And I go, oh, yeah, the Black Caps. Yeah, yeah, I'll get into it soon. He's like, they're the best. I'm like, no, India's the best. He's like, India and New Zealand are the only two unbeaten yeah. teams. I was like, oh, yeah, wow. And he told me that, um, and, and people kept telling me Afghanistan's good, but then they got smashed by India, so that can't be that good. But apparently Afghanistan has the best bowler in the world, am I right? Yeah, side? one of the best, yeah. Rashid Khan plays on the IPL. That's a cool name. Yeah. yeah. And they beat Khan, England cool. in this World Cup, but then... We uh, the Black Caps end up beating Afghanistan, although Afghanistan did have a chance, but in the end. Just remind my, remind me of the format. It's not going to be like eight teams qualifier. It's going to be like it, all ten teams yeah. play each other, and then it's four teams survive. Yeah, yeah it's just straight to the semis, the top four teams. Oh wow, that's and cool. and is it one one plays four, two yeah, plays yeah. three, and then yeah. final? Sick. That's quite cool. So that's going to be huge. Yeah, will be. And like TV TV audience, that would be. I mean, um, I think I looked it up once, and like they they claim more than the football World Cup final. It's hard to tell, like, but like ratings would be fucking yeah, huge just subcontinent, just from the subcontinent yeah. alone. So especially mm-hmm. if but it's like, like India Pakistan final, there'd be 
a massive bloody viewership for that one. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, so it's, it's pretty big. Um, but my point about Australia was be Australia has seen these statistics and gone, fuck that. We're not going to try any of the good sports. We're going to, oh, what's that? Everyone's playing rugby. We'll play our own weird version of rugby, rugby league. We're the world champions. Oh, what's that? Everyone's playing football. We'll play Australian rules football, a sport that only we play. Mm. Oh, what's that? Everyone's doing running. We're going to focus on swimming in a pool. Not a sport. Not a sport. Not allowed. I mean, it's basically America as well. Yeah, America as yeah, well. Their yeah, their own sport. No, but America, America dominates uh, track and field. And yeah. I mean, Australia pretty good at track and field. Track and field. Yeah, Kathy you Freeman. Seen, have you seen a white person run? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. The one time they, the one time they were a slightly, they they spent a week not being racist when they yeah. realized. What about um, what about the torpedo? <laughs> yeah, Thor- swimming's not a sport. Do you not think so? <laughs> no, it's not. What countries do? No, you go. Hey, Nigeria, you excited about the big swimming race coming up? No, we need um, like, oh man, tune into the swimming world championships. Are you saying that because I beat you at swimming the other day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. Matt beat me at swimming. Uh, scientifically, this is not possible. For people who are, li- who are listening to the podcast, I am tall. Matt is short. When we dive, I immediately have, I would say, a two-meter head start on Matt. And somehow he fucking pumped those fucking arms with the power. I just do not know how I lost that. I, it's scientifically impossible. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I've got better ribs per minute. Fuck. My arms, maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, you've being bigger in the water does mean more drag. Yeah. No, no, it's always swimmers are always long, big yeah, hands, big, hands big, feet, so yeah, big feet, big meat, <laughs> not the big meat, tiny meat, reduce the drag. <laughs> You'd be like an ant, otherwise. You'll yeah, have a big one. Or if you could make it a hydrofoil. Oh yeah. You use America's Cup technology. Yeah. For your penis. Okay. <laughs> we have um we we've got distracted on the narrative coefficient. It was hundred percent my fault. Yeah. Uh, Argentina, legendary sporting country. Um yep, so they got that going for Checa them. Checker as well. They got, the, they got the South They got Checker. Does he add to the narrative? Yeah, the Checker, the retribution of um the old Eddie Jones rivalry. Uh, yeah, you've got the South American representation. You've got the chance to win the first World Cup. Mm. Um, they're the they are the yeah. underdogs. Um, they have beaten New Zealand before, twice. Um, so they, I can't see them beating New Zealand. Mm. And to be honest, their narrative coefficient isn't that strong either. So I have to predict that they will lose against. New Zealand. I think the narrative coefficient is easily the strongest. Nah. Do you know that? Do you know for rugby, the biggest TV audience for it is Japan. And if I look, the the disaster for world rugby is if New Zealand wins. It's fucking three million people, and it's the team that always wins. Mm-hmm. South Africa wins. They just fucking did it as well. So it's like it's not that good for them. They're a big yeah. country, but they're again mainly a footballing country, yeah. probably population. And so Argentina's narrative increases massively if England make the final as well, then you have a oh, very Falklands. juicy, very, Falklands. very juicy narrative coefficient for both teams. Oh. Um, I mean, if we could pick two finals, we would either want South Africa, New Zealand or Argentina, England. Mm. Any other combination would be horrific. No, but imagine if Argentina gets up and beats New Zealand, then you'll be like, holy fuck, this is going to be a story that we talk about. This is going to be Leicester City yeah. or... Um, 
what's another great sporting story? Kathy Freeman. I don't know. It's going to be legendary. Yeah, but you. How many people would watch Argentina South Africa? Can you imagine how many people would watch Argentina England? Yeah. And just yeah, the well, game that that would, um, with it being Argentina having lost against England in the first game, to then yeah. meet them in the final for yeah. uh, re- revenge. Ooh, yeah. Juicy. The, but yeah. What what's counting against them is that this World Cup there's been very few upsets, like even compared to World Cups, like the underdog statistical yeah. gambling underdog has won like I think like less than uh, less than. 25%, I wish I had this number in front of me, less than 25% <laughs> of the games or something like that. Yeah. Like, it was only really the um, favorites have been winning. Fiji against Australia, although we thought Australia was pretty crap anyway. But that, yeah. and yeah. also, Portugal, yeah, Portugal, Portugal Fiji was probably the main upset, I would think. And then everything yeah. else was pretty much predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't um, know. They just, they've got the, it may, like, look, narrative coefficients are hard because. The more research you do, the more threads you can find. But I kind of ran out of steam <laughs> looking for Argentina <laughs> narratives. Well, I'm putting Argentina my number one easily. Also, really, really nice jerseys. My favorite, and I, I mean just their normal. Um, oh, their sash one is yeah, awesome. Sash, if they wore that again, don't like the sash one. It no, looks sash like is fucking great. Pinochet. It looks like what? Pinochet. What's Pinochet? Wasn't Pinochet or was he Chile? Like Chile, isn't it? Who was the? Oh, you've done dictator? this. We've talked Peron, about this. Peron. That's right. Uh, even Peron, yeah. We started talking about hall monitors because of the yeah. sash. Yeah. Um, but there's two jerseys you got? don't like. Either. You didn't like the Fijian alternate one. And also, oh, he, got, he doesn't I, like I, the toothpaste one either with South Africa. I admit that I've got terrible opinions, though. Like, I'll say that right now. That I'm a, a natural contrarian. I don't know why, <laughs> but for some reason, I just have different opinions to everyone else. And I, I wish I wasn't like this. It makes my life harder than it needs to be. It makes Christmas dinner too argumentative. Uh, Matt, give us your next uh, narrative coefficient. Uh, so we'll go All Blacks next. Mm. Uh, so their narrative coefficient has done well to bounce back from my original uh, findings. But yeah. I did say this, that narratives can develop. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole point of narr- narratives, right? Um, so we've got the Fozzie retribution. Yeah. Um, Fozzie ball was initially unpredictable. But now it's pretty predictable. I think it's still unpredictable. Um, I mean, I'm hoping for... We, we're we owed a big fucking fuck-up by the All Blacks in their last... Mm. How many games? They, they lost against France, and they won every other one. Wow. Yeah. Besides um, two yellow cards, they were pretty perfect against Ireland. You're right. Like, like yeah. we're due for some sort of fucking, you know, just like, just like that try from Bowden Barrett the chip and chase and then spreading wide yeah. finished by um, Fungunaku uh, was absolutely perfect and it's like yeah. yeah Will Jordan's perfect touch is bound to run into some trouble soon mm-hmm. I mean that's yes they did get the bounce of the ball but you, you don't get those unless you try unless you got and confidence. also a bit of um, um, Kane yeah. redemption like a lot exactly, of us yeah, were doubting him and the team. Fuck, it's funny how the narrative changes so fast, though. It's like mm-hmm. you can't... Ian Foster is the most losingest coach in All Black history. Mm-hmm. He's the first coach in like 30 years to lose a, co- a, a series in mm-hmm. New Zealand. Mm-hmm. He's set record losses against Ireland and Argentina. Yeah. You can't forget this. You can't just mm-hmm. be like, oh, because he won one good game. It's all good. And yeah. if he wins the World Cup, he's definitely yeah. redeemed. And absolutely every New Zealander would trade. It's called South Africa-ing. 
being shit every year <laughs> and then putting on for the World Cup. But like, to, for people to think that the All Blacks are now this like the old All Blacks, you're just you're getting lost in the power yeah. of the pigment of the but jersey. Like you've got to understand narratives, guy. Narratives work that way, right? So, Darth Vader, he's a bad guy. He's bad mm. all the way through the first two movies and most of the third movie. And yeah. then right at the end, he turns good for a moment. <laughs> and then the whole thing is redeemed. You know, no, it's but, like, but, but, oh, but, you, got, you don't have some dude in the background being, hey, don't forget he was a bad guy. <laughs> no one gives a fuck, guy. You big cunt in the back. <laughs> he saved the day. No, no but, but, but. And he's wearing black as um, well. Yeah, <laughs> da- yeah. Darth Vader was intentionally bad. He was competent. He was trying to be bad. Foster was never trying to be. But this isn't. He hasn't written this narrative coefficient. He's like, he's Mr. Beating it. Oh, but that's he's what I'm Darth saying. God, God is writing it. We're just the pawns in his in his play, right? Fozzie <laughs> doesn't want to yeah. be bad, but he's no. just that's how he's been yeah. written. But now he gets the chance yeah. at redemption. Yeah. Everyone loves a fallible hero, and Fozzie is yeah. is he's up there. He's top tier fallible. So for him to come yeah. back with Kane as well, yeah, um, beautiful story. Um, we have the I've written here the chance to break the island curse, but maybe that doesn't even exist because that's not a fact anymore. Um, <laughs> so there are uh, you know the curse. Um, yeah, every the team that you yeah. made up last week in Greece. Yeah. almost correct. Um, that was I, I agree with you though. I agree with you though. That was like it was a recent narrative. I mean, 1991 was a long time ago. Yeah. It's, it's been a pretty consistent thing that, yeah, beating Ireland is a, is a curse. So I quite like that. So they, they get to do that. They get to the break there. They've got that over them. Um, also, we have a great, if New Zealand were, were to progress and South Africa progresses, uh, we've got the replay of the 95 World Cup. Mm. Both teams on three World Cups going yeah. for four. Um, South Africa looking to go back to back. You got Khaleesi's claim of being the best captain in World Cup. Or world rugby history um and to yeah. do it as um a black african in south africa mm. yeah mm. beautiful it's beautiful oh um scrumptious narrative there's so many beautiful he's also narratives. he's also very yeah. good looking sam oh, he's stunning yeah sam kane not good looking <laughs> uh, i think sam kane can look good though yeah he's got like the rugged he's got look. it there somewhere like someone just needs oh, to honestly, come and style him a bit I, I honestly think me, you, and Sanj, we go, we we buy some, we go down to um, Harvey Norman, we buy some clippers, and we get there and we just go, guys, we're going to tell you about some new technology we've been working on. Sideburns, <laughs> they shape any man's face, and it's like, okay, Rico, Ioane, you're you're a good, you're you're a good looking man. You can go sideburn free. That's fine. The rest of you fucking idiots, you need these sideburns badly. <laughs> you know, like, yeah it's like it Talia, weird okay. look, yeah i think talia needs some hair i don't know why i'm hair but uh, it was weird well, some back, people can't choose to have hair oh jerry's got alopecia well no just male pattern baldness probably mm. you reckon he's bald at fucking 24 he's people have that maybe he's just don't gonna be like jordan Mike jordan. yeah that's true did he shave yeah, though true. yeah i think he shaves well he did shave did he I can't even remember what he looked like with hair. Who, oh, Talia or Jordan? Michael Jordan. Yeah. We're talking about Jordan Michael Jordan? Yeah, he did earlier. Yeah. 
Wait, which Jordan did you think you were talking about? Your brother Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. He's a Jordan. Jordan, the um, Jordan, the uh, bikini model from England in two thousand and two. Oh yeah. Well, he's thinking about the opposite oh. wing, Will Jordan. <laughs> Will Jordan. That's the only Jordan I know when I think about Jordan. When I see Jordan Brand, I'm like, that's weird. Will Jordan has a brand. <laughs> Fuck, it's weird how Jordan Brand makes fucking soccer jerseys mm. now. That's not acceptable. PSG. PSG oh, Jordan Brand soccer jerseys. That's insane. That's re- it's a, got a Basel player on a soccer yeah, jersey. Dunking, yeah. That's mental. Just anyway, I know yeah. I know the brand is big and stuff, and it makes sense and it's cool, but it's just it's not acceptable. I don't even like how because Nike sponsors the but NBA jerseys that um other teams that aren't the Bulls wear the Jordan logo now on yeah. their jersey. That's like the like the Utah Jazz just released a Jordan. The Utah Jazz, the team that Jordan shat on for fucking 20 straight years ah. has a Jordan fucking Utah jazz. Ah. I wouldn't be having that. Yeah. This week. yeah you wouldn't be having that surely. Uh, marketing nightmare. Anyway, sorry. Narrative uh, coefficient. Yeah. So New Zealand's looking pretty good. I'll give oh. them a coefficient score of, um, 1150. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Argentina, we didn't even have a coefficient <laughs> score for them. I forgot there was a score. There's an index and needs to have a score. And he's come up yeah. with one. What did Argentina have then? Fuck. Uh, let me just do a quick calculation. <laughs> Why did you not do it for Argentina? You forgot it happened until now. Argentina is 1,038. What was it? New Zealand? 1,150. It's pretty close. <laughs> That's real yeah. close. And New Zealand's higher. Yeah. You're... New Zealand's New Zealand's national sport is rugby. The narrative is there. Argentina yeah, just, have already won the World Cup in football, the one that they actually care about. Yeah, yeah, but like, nah, it would still be huge. It'd be huge for rugby. Yeah, even in South yeah, America, South it'd America, even be huge yeah. for Chile. You know, yeah, it would. It'd be so good if Argentina run won the Rugby World Cup. Easily the best. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that. Like, the, I don't want them to win. What I'm saying is the the narrative coefficient is um, using current narrative. And um, research that I've done, <laughs> his own research, and using that, and using that to help me predict who will win. You're lucky I'm, I'm in Australia, so I can't murder you. Fuck. <laughs> All right, what's on? What's the, give me another one. Get a South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, South Africa is basically oh. the same as New Zealand. <laughs> same narrative. Same uh, score. Same score. Yeah, same score. Eleven. One thousand and fifty. <laughs> Could be. Let me just do the calculation. <laughs> He's going into the computer. He he does actually seem like he's he's looking off screen and he does seem to be like operating some sort of computer. <laughs> he was talking about the hardcore pornography the other podcast, so maybe that's what he's looking <laughs> at, at the moment. Yeah. Oh, are you listening to the um, New Zealand Today podcast, Sanj? No, I'm pretty sure you mentioned oh, it in our podcast. A, our podcast. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, <laughs> I I just like to recommend the New Zealand Today podcast, also featuring Matt the Cookie Man Cook. Check it out. <laughs> Against my will, though. Against as well. He's he's on the New Zealand Today podcast. Matt, what's the uh, Matt's just Ooh, okay, that's finding? It's very interesting. South Africa. Um, I mean, because I don't plan these, I, I just let the numbers, I would let the algorithm work itself out. So wow. South Africa has come back at one one five five. Wow, which is almost indistinguishable from New Zealand's one one five zero. What's the five? Why the difference? 
I'm not sure I'd have to go deep into the algorithm to figure that out. <laughs> it's like it's like the Facebook algorithm. It's like you can't actually no one actually knows what goes into yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's hard to understand and I probably need a painter anyway to protect it. Um, yeah. so I won't I won't reveal how it works mm. at this time. It's so it's so good, man. It's like it's amazing to see. I I just cannot believe that out of those three teams, Savica's got the highest narrative coefficient. That's crazy. No, we still got one more to go. We still got one more. We don't. We're not sure what England's going to have. Fuck. Could be the worst. I, I feel like it might be the highest. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Come. It's just the narrative, right? Um, so England, where did I Fuck do my yeah. research? After this, we'll do our predictions as well. We don't. We won't do my stupid idea that I fucked the predictions no. last week. I'm sorry about that. Just um, have one so, prediction. Yeah, I was an idiot. I'm I'm a well-known idiot. Oh, I think um, South Africa's so South Africa. I've got Razzy Rasmus, yeah. um, charismatic as fuck. What a great name, um, South Africa. You got to yeah, have the best yeah. names in the tournament. Amazing names: Lebok, yeah. Khaleesi, um, Chiseling Colby. Yeah. Like they're just like throwing letters um, at a yeah. wall and seeing what sticks. It's and so it comes good. Out fucking magic. Um, yeah. They also have. Razzy, a Razzy must be a, a, um, a nickname. Razzy. It must be. What from? Is his first name Rasmus as well? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Rasmus yeah. Rasmus. Could be. Rasmus Rasmus. <laughs> so nice we named him twice. <laughs> um, they've got a deep squad as well. The way they the way they play the game mm. tactically and really push the rules to the limit, mm. it just gives them that little bit of villainy. That um, little which, cheeky which blonde fuck half yeah, back is he is he oh, is he fat. just can't take your eyes off him. Like the way he flies around and he climbs players, oh. and he jumps up and <laughs> yeah. catches on. He came on with so much energy; it's unbelievable. That's the other That's thing. I think yeah, beat. South Africa have better characters than New Zealand, and that just edges them really. So yeah, I'm sorry to say that um, Razzy Erasmus' first name is actually uh, Johan Johan yeah, or some shit. Ah, oh, where's Razzy come from? Just a nickname. Well, it's just uh, Erasmus. From Brazil, yeah, from the surname. He's number eight. I do remember him playing. Faf de Klerk. Peter Stefft. What's that big, um, you know how they got the big Drongo who got the, um, who got the yellow card? Esbeth. Yeah, Eden Esbeth is a fucking... His name is, like, it sounds like Evan, but it's Eben. Eben. But that's just South Africa's being cool with their names again. We'll call this one Evan. No, we are South Africa. Eben. <laughs> Eben. Eben do tackle. Eben sit down in the Sinbin. And also Khaleesi from Game of Thrones, of oh, course. Khaleesi, oh, so yes, good. Unbelievable. Do you think uh, that um, the guy who wrote Game of Thrones actually was inspired yeah, possibly. by Possibly. Probably. Khaleesi. I don't know if Khaleesi was around when um, Martin was writing those books. Oh, he definitely was. He just would have been like 13, but he was that inspirational. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, Razzy Erasmus. He's not even the fucking coach. Who is the coach of South Yeah, I was reading it. What's his name? Jacques something. Because yeah, Razzy's just the director of rugby. But he's. But I think he's it's basically It's crazy that he's coach. still just there. He is basically yeah. is the coach, though. The coach will be this guy called Jacques Steph du Toit. Bless <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're waiting with bated breath. This is the, the narrative oh, coefficient England. for England. The okay. Mother Nation. They've got white lo- uniforms with fucking gold logos on them for mm. some fucking reason. And they've got the, Who does? They're the early team with the names at the back left as well. Mm-hmm. I Just googled fucking Coach of South Africa and Razzy Erasmus is what comes no, it's, up. Um, I was looking at it today. I've got the cricket coach. 
if you just look up Wikipedia, um, South Africa national rugby team, because they don't use this nicknames. And, oh, it's Jackies. Yeah. 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 Speaking of fucking escaped Nazis. Because it is weird because Razzie's always on the edge of the, you know, the coach's TV frame. Mm. Yeah. Razzie's always just on the edge, just shouting weird and doing weird, like, <laughs> decoy shit. Yeah, you wouldn't even um, know that. Meanwhile, the, the main coach. you, like, saw him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an absolute nobody. But maybe that's the whole plan. Maybe Razzie is the decoy. Yeah. Even he's when the, you the Google... mad genius. Oh, no, I didn't Google his name. But even if you Google coach of South Africa rugby, it's all Razzie. I wonder why this is. I, I wonder why insane, they man. this guy, this puppet. It's, it's like when Putin, yeah, yeah, Peza. They had, he couldn't be, he couldn't continue to be the leader of Russia, so he spent four years being Prime the minister. fucking president or something, while Prime Minister became this other dude for a couple of weeks, and they <laughs> killed that guy and brought Putin back. Um, yeah. All right, Matt, give us the England, give us the, the, the bullet points of what makes him so... Um, so England kind of just highlights on this narrative coefficient. Uh, horrible lead up. So yeah, yeah. You know, I started with England, the coefficient, and that was that was part of the narrative. Horrible lead up. Um, when they lost like games that they should have won, they were playing horrifically. Um, people being sent off. We didn't know who was going to mm. play or when they'd be back. Um, so that started this. England have now, after their first um, stunning victory against Argentina with the drop goals, have become the only undefeated team in this World Cup. Um, and they've never looked amazing. Like every game is a struggle. They've had to play hard for every game, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so they're kind of like the the battlers, the battlers of this group. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because also... they've got white jerseys with golden fucking roses on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're also the only Northern team mm. left in the World Cup, and they represent the Northern Hemisphere as possibly the one that none of the northern other northern hemisphere teams <laughs> want to win. The, yeah. you know it's like, like if, you would have france, you'd expect ireland, france yeah. ireland even scotland would have been nice to be there but yeah. the world has got england as their flag bearers yeah. the northern hemisphere has got them um yeah we've got the the revenge mission from the last mm. world cup with basically all of the same players um you've got the ford and farrell situation just it's it's about putting things right for England. Um, I will admit, if if the game's close and Ford comes on, that puts in narrative coefficient huge. Because mm. like, if if he comes on and you're like, oh, here comes the drop goals, that would be that would be fucking sick. I reckon. I think yeah, England I'm need to go back for that. And I hate England. England need to go back to that kind of, hey, look, we're not as good as South Africa in any aspect other than putting the ball between the posts. So let's just do that. Let's take it back to the, that first game against Argent- Argentina mm. um, and see what happens. But to be fair, England, England can also play. They've shown in, in flashes that they can wang it around like um, the best VG team. Um, does um, does does colonisation and the history of England come into it? Yes, yeah, so they've got a lot to... Um, kind of make up for a lot of history they got to put things right and go hey look we're a um we're a team that's very diverse now we've got people from all over the world people that we wow. handpicked during the colonization <laughs> and we've come back <laughs> and created a team, team. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah. 
I mean, I don't think what England was, that, was. Was England on the right side of the Boer War or the bad side of the what war? I don't know. The Boer, the Boer War was that in South Africa? Ah, oh, the war. Yeah. Was England oh. involved in that? Probably. I mean, they were they were no hanging notes. around because the you Dutch were there as well. War, war cunts fucking yeah. sneaking around. I think England um, did, were bad in South Africa. I'm embarrassed. Sanjay, you're the history expert. You got you taught us about the War of the Roses. What do you know about the Boer <laughs> no, War? Much about the Boer War. I know nothing no. about it. Was there a war with the Zulu? I think yeah, England probably was bad that then. one, wasn't it? Yeah. I think England England are the bad guys in the um in the fight with Argentina. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's so it's petty. Argentina's yeah. island. <laughs> to go it's all so the way fun. around the yeah. world and pick on that island. It's ours. <laughs> also, it's such a shit island as well. Like, yeah. Argentina, it was just a little dictator. He wanted his island for a little bit of an easy win. And it was <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> it's, so, it's such a fucked story. It's, it's crazy. The so, question. yeah, that's the other side to the, the narrative. If England can get through, regardless of who they play, they've got narratives against New Zealand and Argentina. So that yeah. that possibly gives them the edge with the narrative coefficient. I'm not too sure. I haven't done the calculations yet. Wow, um, he's going to do it now. He's I'll, just, put pump, it the I'll just pump in the old numbers now. Uh, <laughs> he's wow, looking he's at some pornography. <laughs> he's pretending. <laughs> Why am I looking at porn? Where's this coming from? Just because you, you, when you're putting the numbers, you look off to the side <laughs> of your camera and you're just uh. like smiling. You're like really enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah, because I just love how beautiful this um, algorithm is. <laughs> Um, here we go. <laughs> this is amazing stuff. This is happening live on the podcast. You think most podcasts would probably do this yeah, in advance? So the numbers are just there. Here, it here we go. I've done it. Whoa, this is crazy. Wow. Um. So. So, so wait, what number are they trying to beat? They're trying to beat one one five five. five, five. Yeah. yeah. So and New Zealand have one one five zero. South Africa have one one five five. <laughs> England have one one five. Five, five. They've smashed what? out of the park. This is unbelievable. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so most of the teams are just going just over a thousand, and yeah. England's up at ten thousand. Yeah, well, it's crazy. 000, how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing that that would happen. Like, are you sure your numbers are correct? Does the machine? There's going to be a negative yeah, in I front of that, isn't there? <laughs> I haven't accidentally done it. I think because they're the world's villains as well. The villain scores put them up quite a bit. But aren't you always saying the All Blacks are the villains? They're my well, it villains. Depends what you're talking about. Yeah, but the, no the, one the, wants the, England the, to win. In rugby, the All Blacks are kind of the villains, but in the world, England is more. Oh, out of out of New Zealand, South Africa, and England, New Zealand are like the the favourites for sure, like the lovable Kiwis. South Africa, yeah. number two villain behind England, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I was quite okay. surprised by that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done, man. That is shocking stuff. <laughs> we'll get into predictions now. I'm sorry about what I did last last week. I thought I my logic was sound that you make a pick, but also if you had to put your money where your mouth, you you're you're like there's a there's a pick you do where you feel the vibes, and there's a pick you do where you're like if I had to make a yeah. pick. But anyway, we'll we'll do we'll do we've got two games to pick, and we'll just do it straight mm. up. Who you're telling people you think is what's going to happen? Um, I mean, we'll I don't think any with, of us um, was going to be different. Okay, well, let's go New Zealand, Argentina. I'm going to weigh in first, and I'm going to say New Zealand by 20 points. 
Let's see, mm-hmm. All Blacks, 32 points. Whoa. I mean, that's what the world's expecting, and that's yeah. what we're demanding. Anything less than that would be horrific. Um, I'll go All Blacks by 12. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a sensible sort of prediction. Because I, I do think Argentina is going to like put everything into mm. it, and like they're not bad. No, they're not bad. They've got uh, nothing to lose. Yeah, they're building nicely. Yeah. Um, they can hold their heads up high as long as they play well, I think. If they can mm. just rock New Zealand, that's a bit of a win, and hopefully they can just keep those little wins on the field, keeping them in the game, I think. Because like, Argentina pro- have a decent kicker when he's on. Yeah, both both Argentina and England are like they if they're going to win they're going to hope for a low scoring defensive struggle with kicking being the defining mm-hmm. kicking and all... yellow and red cards. Mm. I just think that if Argentina don't actually win the game they're just going to get thrashed by the All Blacks. It's either going to be a close close, close Argentinian win or a, you know monster All Black victory. Yeah, they yeah. have to think that all the bookies everyone in the world is expecting the all blacks mm. to win so if you get to half time and you're within you know seven points the pressure will come on the all blacks if you get a penalty after half time and it's now four points the all blacks start to stumble sam kane forgets about his heroic performance last week and he starts to get nervous <laughs> he starts mm. you know dropping balls they start giving away penalties they start getting frustrated i just think the all blacks also learning the lessons from last semi-final the last one against england uh, yeah they're not going to take this one for granted they're just putting everything in it even if argentina put everything in their part but yeah i just think all that's just going to be too strong this time around yeah okay well hopefully um uh now we get to the uh the the main Mm. event england versus south africa Matt, we'll save you. We'll save you to last. Maybe Sanjay, you kick us off with a prediction. I'd say South Africa by. I don't know whether six or eight, but yeah, one of those. Maybe I should say seven, just to go between <laughs> the six or eight. Then I'm deciding between. So yeah, maybe that. Predictions are stupid, and it's it's hard to do. So you don't mm. feel bad. But I'm going to come in and go stupid on a stupid prediction. But this is what I genuinely think. I think that England can win, and so don't yeah. kill me if you bet money on my prediction. But I'm going to say South Africa huge. I'm going to say South Africa just destroys them, and like England, their spirits broken at halftime, and it's just a hiding. I'm going to say, I'm going to say England by uh, South Africa by thirty points. Like they fuck them up. That's, that's my prediction. Have now South we t- score? Have they scored thirty points in this World Cup? Against Who the All Blacks before the World no, Cup. No, they've been like yeah. Romania by seventy points, I think. Now here's the moment we've been waiting for, Matt Cook. Mm. You're on a knife edge here because like, it could be a, if the favourites win, you have the All Blacks win one day and you're like, fuck. And then you have fucking England lose the next day. Fuck. This is your team. These are your lads. These, these are the lads that have the narrative coefficient behind them. That computer has been pumping out the numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is your prediction well, for I just, England? Sorry. I have to put my money where my mouth is and trust in the narrative. England... <laughs> Have a narrative coefficient that's off the charts. <laughs> ten times, wow. ten times. So, yeah, yeah. Pumping that in because I've actually got a sub calculation. If you pump that in, yeah, so still it gives out pornography a score. at the moment. Um, so the I've score got of the game. Yeah, England by four points. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, but that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. So you're picking an, an England New Zealand final. Yeah. 
Well, it's exciting stuff. Um, may God have mercy on the souls of everyone watching. These are going to be nerve-wracking games. Just keep yourself mentally strong, everybody. Oh, it's great that it's Saturday, um, Sunday this time. Mm. Oof, lovely. What a what a beautiful weekend, rather than the old yeah. Monday. Yeah. Kill yourself, wake up in the morning. <laughs> but this week would have been Labor weekend for us, so it would have been all right. Oh, right, yeah, Labor weekend. But, yeah. Saturday, Sundays. No, no, kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Just to remind everyone not to kill yourself. Keep yourself mentally strong. Mental health awareness week. Yeah, talk about Uh, your feelings. Thank you all all so much for listening. Um, Shout to the All Blacks. Shout to Savraga. Shout to Argentina. Shout to England. Shout to rugby. It's been a hell of a World Cup. And regardless of what happens on the weekend, just remember that it is a game and uh, it's been fucking pleasurable so far. Thank you so much for listening. My name's been Guy Williams. I've been Sanjay Patel. I've been Matt Cook. Tell your friends to download the worst, best rugby podcast in the world. Cheers for listening. Bye.